Hello, hello, and welcome to Well That Was Fun with Becca Buffo. This is podcast number eight. You know something that I think is absolutely adorable? Baby hiccups. Can you hear them? The littlest Buffo is getting a little frustrated right now. Now she's trying to eat the microphone. She's got the hiccups, but we do have something to celebrate. She is now five months old. We have yet to take her five month picture with the cute blanket and the star that goes around the number, but we're planning on doing it tonight. She turned five months old on Sunday. This last weekend, my husband and I celebrated our five-year anniversary. And for those of you who believe in each year having a significant gift, um, you may know that five years means your gift is supposed to be something wooden. Well, (laughs) um, we decided to camp. So we actually were in the woods, literally, we were in Brule State Forest, which is in northern Wisconsin. Uh, This is a campground that Kyle originally found when he was planning our honeymoon. Uh, Like most millennials, we didn't have a ton of money when we got married, so for our honeymoon, we decided to do something that we love doing. We went camping. Kyle found quite a few different camp spots for us to go to, but this one, for some reason, just... I don't know, it, it just feels like it's ours, and it's really special to us, and it's, it's, you know, a state park, so it's very reasonably priced to stay there. This one doesn't have any electricity, so you have to rough it a little, little more, but we're still able to take our beloved camper with us. So we were able to go and do that. Um, the regulator on our propane tank for the camp for the camper's kitchen unfortunately went out on this trip but we were close enough to southern superior that we were able to run in and go to a walmart and guess what i bought for his anniversary gift that day a camp stove one that you do outside it's a little coleman one that runs off of the little canisters of propane it's something that we've been talking about getting for quite a few years and we finally got it and it was relatively inexpensive and let me tell you it is so nice to cook outside you're not stuck in a cramped hot space um, and you get all the counter space that you have on a picnic table so that was really nice we also recently purchased a little um, collapsible table that's made out of metal and uh, it worked perfectly because the stove fits right on it and it's all made out of metal, so you're not too concerned if, you know, food's going to splat on it or anything. So it was just a really, really special time. Being in Brule State Forest means that you're right on the Brule River. And it's an awesome river that's so peaceful. There are no inner tubes allowed on the river, so only people who go down it are people who are kayaking or canoeing. And it's so special because right from the campsite, you can walk down to a little canoe kayak landing, and it's like just a wider section of the river. Um, 
and it's wonderful. It takes you about 30 to 40 minutes to get from that canoe landing down to the Highway 2 landing, and it contains a small section that's called Riffles, which is the grade below Rapids. So it's, it's still fun. You still get a little bit of water in your boat. Uh, it's lots of fun. This time, I went kayaking with two other of my mom friends and then the oldest boy who is 14 years old and one of the moms myself and the oldest boy we all had on bike helmets and everybody wore their life jackets and we were all ready to go uh, it had stormed the previous two nights so it was pretty high and moving pretty fast but relatively slow for what a river is <laughs> if you know what I mean and um, we went through this section of riffles and one of my friends got a little turned around and she got too close to the side and she dumped her, or her, her kayak. She flipped over and I was like, oh no. <laughs> she, nobody got hurt. She was able to um, come over to the side and it had quite a bit of water in it. And it was quite a little adventure trying to get all the water out and then get her back in. So uh, I stopped and was trying to help her because out of the four of us, I was the most, or out of the, yeah, four of us, I was the most experienced and it wasn't good. <laughs> so um, she got back in and then we hadn't let out enough water and then all of a sudden she dipped again and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. Why am I in charge? This is horrible. Um, and in the panic, I started floating away from her and being silly and, and making the biggest mistake, I was looking back and went over a tree branch and guess what happened to me? I dumped as well. Um, it was definitely an experience to know, even though I know this section really well, you have got to be on your game whenever you're doing something like that. And it just reiterated to me the fact that you have to be focused the entire time that you are ever involved with water. And I was very thankful to be with the people that I was with because they were able to stay calm. And so I floated over to the side and uh, was able to get up, climb up on, on the bank and you know empty out my kayak and then soon uh, all three of them had passed me, which was nice because I knew, okay, they're good, they're down there, and we had gone through the most extreme part of the river at that point. So I got back in, and something that I learned very early on when you get separated from a group is to try and make some noise so they know that you're coming. And I've done this when we were camping, I've done it when we've been hiking, I've done it now kayaking, um, when we go deer hunting and we are pushing deer, driving deer um, through woods or something, I'll just start singing. So the song that I picked was Oh Danny Boy and I don't think they heard me singing at all, but I was singing. So I hope that um, there are like three schmancy houses on that section of the river. I hope they enjoyed my little impromptu concert. Um, eventually, I caught up with them really easy. We were able to get to the Highway 2 Canoe Landing fine. Um, and then later on that night, I went out again with, again, the oldest boy, but this time two of our dad friends. So it was a lot of fun. And we talked a lot about water safety that night. And I was, I was really happy to have that experience with my friends.
hiking with kids. Do it, get out in nature. Make sure that they're able to stay involved and engaged while you're hiking with them. Ask them questions. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you wonder? What makes you curious? If you were a woodland animal, what would you be? What's your favorite type of bird? Get outdoors, people. This is the time to do it. I love getting out in nature and doing small little walks. Like, I don't consider walking through the woods a hike. I feel like it's more maybe a bit of a trek, but to me, hiking, the word hiking goes back to my childhood and going to the Black Hills in South Dakota and actually hiking like up to Harney Peak where it's it's a bit of a climb, you know? There are some points when you're like, you need to take it slow and make sure that your foot placement is where it's supposed to be. So as we were on this camping trip, we went on one I would say walk and it because it was on pavement and then the other one I would say it was more of a trek what people in this area call a hike and it was so much fun and I really really enjoyed it we have this sweet uh, baby hiking backpack outdoor bike backpack that um, one of my friends moms got us as a surprise baby present when sweet pea was um, being expected and it's amazing and it's so much fun to have and to use and it's just, I love having those little adventures. And I hope that you do too. And if you don't, maybe try, give it a try once. Give it a try twice. You know, I think you should always try something new twice to see if you really like it or not. Uh, we saw a lot of mushrooms this time. And while my niece and nephew were visiting last week, we watched a couple episodes of Naked and Afraid. And on one episode, the guy eats a mushroom. So that brought up the whole question of edible plants in nature and what can you expect and how do you know if it's safe or not. And so, again, walking through the woods with um, Sweet Pea, we pointed out these mushrooms and like some of them were pink and I'd never seen them that bright before. And then like a couple different were orange. So we were looking and we we're saying, okay, this is a fungus. You never eat it unless you're able to properly identify it. And it's better to err on the side of caution. Um, but it's so much fun with kids because they come up with the most interesting questions. And we picked up a couple of empty plastic water bottles on the on the on the road well not on the road it was on the trail as we were walking along and some of the kids were just really excited to be out and about and I was like now actually look where your where your feet are falling look and see the differences in the leaves um, we were able to identify some what I think was poison ivy I'm not the best at plant identification that's something that I think I'm I'm gonna try and be a little better at, because um, we can always improve. If you have never had a pie iron, for the love of all things good in this world, you're missing out. Try it. Go and find a pie iron. They sell them at Walmart probably at Kmart if there's still a Kmart around where you live. I mean, they I know they do at Shields and stuff and more sporting goods stores. They're so good. You spray it. For those of you who don't know what a pie iron is, it's like it makes you a grilled cheese sandwich over a fire. I can't really know any other way to explain it. And they're called um, 
pasties in England and like that cooking tradition. Um, but what I love is the pizza pie version. And so you get it and it's like a, it's like an open square and then it's got like the two big, I can't describe it. <laughs> it's got like two big holders on the sides and then it has wooden handles on the end. <laughs> and and um, so you spray down the inside of the thing, you put in a piece of bread, put down some pizza sauce, some mozzarella cheese, and then anything else you want on it. Usually we just have pepperoni and you put that on top. And then Kyle likes to put even more sauce on the other side and then you top it with another piece of bread and then you put the actual pie iron together and then you smush it down and it like clamps around it kind of like a sandwich bag would envelop a sandwich except then it's like around either cast iron or one time we had a, an aluminum one do not buy an aluminum one if you are forgetful at all because you'll forget it in the fire and then it'll melt and it'll be a big mess but they are so good and nothing says camping like some really good camp food that immediately burns your mouth if you're not careful so take it out put it on a plate let it cool down for everything for like just let it cool down another really good one is we do this like dessert one and what you do is you put cream cheese on a piece of bread and then you bring in like one of those tin cans that has well it's an aluminum can now but one of the cans of like pie filling so like blueberry pie filling or cherry pie filling or we make our very own um apple pie filling so we can bring that along and you stick it on top of that cream cheese then you cover it with another piece of bread and it makes like this delicious pie and it's so good i highly recommend it Okay, we've gotten to the end of the podcast. This is the portion that I like to call, What Am I Reading? I just finished the fourth book in the Missing series by Haddix, and it was called Torn, and it was awesome. It was really cool. This one focused around the story of Henry Hudson and his son, John Hudson. Now think about the Hudson Bay, the Hudson River, all of that stuff. And you'll get a glimpse of what the story was about. I didn't know that there was a missing child in that story. It really was interesting to see a different, again, a different story of history that I learned about way back in like the fourth and fifth and sixth grades, but just didn't like stick in my brain. And so that's what I really love about this book series is that it's uh, inviting me to do a little further research on my own and to find out more about this story or that story. And um, the fictional part of this gets into a little more of the time travel and it's called Torn because there's a big plot twist. like three quarters of the way through the book and I finished it last night. It's excellent. I'm now on to book number five, which is Caught and it has a train on the front and it starts in the 1900s. So I'm really excited to see um, what it's about because like I told you before, my maternal grandfather um, worked on the railroad for many, many years. So I'm excited to see uh, what it what it's got in store for me. So this has been podcast number eight of 
Well, that was fun with Becca Buffo. Join me again next time.